Hey guys, how's it going? It's Charlie Morgan and slightly different video for the channel. Today I'm actually in Cornwall. Um, as you can see here, we just sat out on these beautiful headlands on the coast. But today I want to talk about leverage and asymmetric returns, which is something that you can have in business and it makes life a lot easier and it helps you make a shit ton of money. And it's the difference between what leverage you have and what you can use. Leverage is something you can use to get what you want or something that you have at your disposal, a tool or an item or something that if, if applied helps you accomplish a goal. And asymmetry means disproportionate input to output ratios. And if you understand asymmetry and leverage, you can understand how to get what you want in the shortest time possible with the least amount of energy and time output as possible, which is kind of the point of optimization. When you are building a company in the early days from zero to probably around seven figures, the only form of leverage you really have is yourself. And so as a human, you have two things at your disposal, two things that you can use. Well, there's really only one thing you can use and that's your energy. And your energy is the output you have, the capability you have as a human, as an individual, as a sovereign being to apply to a task or a problem to create solutions. And, and that's really what creating a business is, is it's just amalgamating solutions and eventually you build something. So business is problem solving, right? And I don't mean problem solving for your customers, that's what products do. But if you're building a company, then you need leverage. And when you're starting, you have to realize that the only real form of leverage that you have is your energy. Now, this is where we have the work smart work hard conundrum come in, right? Because the more intelligent you are and the more focused you are, the better you can put your energy to use. So everyone has the same amount of hours in the day and give or take a few kilojoules here and there, everyone has a similar amount of energy, right? And sure, there's gonna be extremes where some people don't have any energy. For example, if you've got you know, chronic fatigue and you can't work properly for more than an hour without falling asleep, then you're at a massive disadvantage. But um, if you're watching this, I hope you don't have that. Most people don't. So. It, the more intelligent you are and the more focused you are, the more you can get from your energy and the faster you can get to a place where you can actually start to leverage other people's energy. And that's the position I'm at now and the realization, the epiphany that I've had and the paradigm shift that I've been sort of trying to conjure for the, the last few months. It's like your, your own individual energy, your work ethic and you know your intelligence and focus, that's the thing that gets you to sort of seven figures, maybe multi six figures, but I'd say a hundred grand a month. It's really just about the work, it's about how hard can you work to accomplish your goals. Once you have money, you have capital. And capital is a form of leverage that you can buy to basically use to buy other people's energy. And that's when you start to experience asymmetric returns in your business as a result of other people's efforts, not your own. And what I've learned, having talked to lots of very clever people at that sort of eight, multi eight, nine figure level, is that they don't work hard in a traditional sense. They had to, to get to seven figures. But what they do is they recognize that they accomplish their goals, right? So to go from seven to eight figures, you accomplish that more through leveraging other people than you do yourself. And I don't mean leveraging in terms of manipulating and putting people under pressure and, you know, manipulate them to get what you want. That's what most people think leverage is. But there comes a point where the asymmetry between your effort and your and the output of a business sort of is, is balanced out with an input output ratio. And what you can start to do is you have capital and resources is via the people's leverage, um, via the people's energy and leverage. And so the whole paradigm shift that I've had recently is that for me now, the position that I'm in, so I've got a multi seven figure coaching company. We do about 200, 300,000 a month. If I want to get to a million dollars a month, which is my current goal, 
right? That's what I'm trying to, it's the new reality that I'm manifesting, if you like, not manifesting in the woo-wah sense, but differently. If I want to do that, it becomes more about my decision-making ability than my working ability. And I've been trying to, you know, break this plateau of, you know, multi-seven figures for, you know, best part of half a year. And I've realized I'm like, actually, Charlie, it's no longer about whether or not you can pull off 70 to 80 hour work weeks. It's more about how good are you at making decisions about where you should put that energy. So, you know, as you make more money, you create more problems. More problems require more solutions. And this is why people plateau, in my opinion, in business is because they hit a point of diminishing returns on their own time and energy, whereby there's only so much you can do in a day. And if you're not willing to let go of control on the business and outsource to other people and leverage other people's energy and time, then you plateau. Because, you know, if you've got 10 problems to solve and you're sol solving those and that you're just on the brink of burnout, then if you, give, if you give yourself an 11th problem, which could be the problem that you need to solve to get to the next level, you won't be able to solve it or you'll sacrifice problems prior to that that sit on, you know, that, that, that underpin the next problem. Problems are like a pyramid in business. It's like, you know, if you want to solve the one that gets you to the next level you need to have all the other ones in check otherwise the, the solution at the top just completely has no effect and so for me now I've, I've kind of concluded that seven to eight figures is I can't use the same playbook I used to get to seven figures than I can to eight and this requires a huge shift in my identity and paradigm for me now it's more about my ability to hire and manage than it is to just purely work because there's only so many sales calls you can take right there's only so many products you can build there's only so much of a you know output that you can have as an individual and so this is this is more of a journal type video for myself to, to reflect on when i'm at eight figures nine figures ten figures who knows right but this is my hunch right it's my conclusion and the paradigm shift and so i'm now re-optimizing my schedule and lifestyle to be less about grinding and more about thinking i realized this a long time ago, before I even had my first business, when I found out that Warren Buffett spends pretty much all of his time just reading um, and thinking, because Warren Buffett's biz business was built off of a few very, very good decisions. And he's recruited of actually saying that on, on interviews and you know, his, his business partner, Charlie Munger, says a similar thing. It's kind of hit me recently. I'm like, you know, I'm doing, I'm you know, doing 80 hours a week, 20 hours, like, you know, a day, not actually a day, over the course of a couple of days, I'll work like 10 hour days and it gets pretty intense. But like, that's not, that's not what will get me to eight figures. What gets me to eight figures is making decisions. And by decisions, I mean who to hire, what to include in our product, what sort of customers we want, what sort of systems we want to build, what we want to optimize for, what the goal is, what the mission is. And it's making decisions around important things. And I've, I've come to the conclusion that now that I'm at the multi seven figure level, there's only three things, that's two, there's only three things that I should really be focusing on. The first one is the product because I, I kind of just see that as like the North Star for our company. But the, the product is the first one. Team is the second one and the people that we actually use to sell the product, right? And, and, and deliver it because we're building it. Our, our, our entire company is product focused. And what that means is that all we are, all we want to do is create a great product and distribute it properly. For us to do that, we need a team for acquisition and a team for operations. And you know what I mean by that is a team of people that can set and close appointments for the product and a team of people that can um, deliver results for clients and support them and coach them and make sure that their questions are answered and their problems are solved. Other than that, bar a few operational things and accounting things, our business doesn't really require any other humans, right? We're not at the level and I don't really want to be at the level where we have to have a HR manager, you know, a marketing manager and all this stuff. We will need that to get to the next level, but eight figures I don't think really requires that. If you've got, you know, one or two really fucking good products at a very high price and, you know, a large enough audience to sell to who are willing to pay those prices and a team of talented people that are willing to part with their money to have that problem solved by that product, you don't really need anything else to build an eight-figure business. I might be wrong. 
and I'm, I'm sure that there are things that I'm missing that I can't see yet that I will need and I'll probably change my mind such as the you know the what would you call it the definite demise of an entrepreneur is someone who can't foresee things that they need to see if that makes sense and so I'm aware that this paradigm may need to shift and that it's not fully formed so the first two things are the product and the team but really the third one is, is systems so we've got product team and systems and, and by systems I mean systems like processes and procedures that the humans building the company can follow to reliably and predictably and consistently produce results and outputs that are conducive to the achievement of the mission of the company which is to make client acquisition easy and I think that in order for me to build a very good product build a very good team and you know architect and construct systems that produce outputs that are desired consistently that's not that requires work and it requires my energy if that makes sense but if i want to make good hiring decisions and if i want to make incredible product design and build programs and modules and you know hire people to run the product that are very talented and if i want to build systems that are reliable i can't that's not something that i can just achieve through grinding it requires it's more about thinking than it is about grinding if that makes sense and so what i'm trying to say if you're in a position now where like all you seem to do is work and work and work and you have no time off, that's that was me and that was my paradigm and what I thought I'd have to do to get to the next level. And I think that I will still have to output a lot of energy. I, I always look for asymmetric returns. Where can I put the least amount of energy and input to get the biggest result? And one example of this is just currently having one product in our business. So it's like I've realized that I, if I just build one thing and sell it for a high price and it's just the best thing on the market and it gets insane results, then I'd rather have one product that I can sell for extremely high ticket to a lot of people that delivers results every time consistently. I'd rather have one of those than five products that kind of are okay. Because I could have five products that are kind of okay and achieve the same goal at like a you know, 500, 600 grand a month level. But why would I want to do that and have so much complication and complexity and you know, a myriad of, of you know, interconnections that I don't need to have when I can just have one thing and achieve the same goal? It's kind of like marketing agencies, like marketing agencies that have more than one service can't achieve scale with a huge amount of operational drag. You can, but you can't do it profitably and while staying sane from, from my perspective and from what I've experienced. And so that's the moral of the, the, the sort of journaling thing that I'm doing here, right? Is it's like, there isn't, there, there is an end in sight. If you are burning yourself out, because this was me, I was burning myself out like every two weeks, working like disgusting amounts of hours to do things and, you know, partake in um, actions and activities that were producing results, but were burning me out. It's like, if you're doing that and that's you, if you do it for so long and you're intelligent enough and you're focused enough and that's how you maximize your energy output and what you get from it like if you do those things for long enough for like two three years then you can actually start to outsource that work to other people and find and hire talented individuals to run the show for you and then you are more of a chess person it's kind of like think about playing chess right it's like a chess grandmaster it's like if you want to win a game of chess you don't you don't do that by constantly working. You do it by making very calculated moves and decisions. And so like if you gave a chess grandmaster, like if during if, if, if people won games of chess through work and not decisions, it would be more about how how many pieces you can move around and how, how, how many moves you can make. It's like a chess grandmaster would rather make one move that's going to guarantee the win than 20 moves that might, if that makes sense. And that's the point I'm trying to make here. It's like if you could put one hour of time into something that gets you the result, why would you put 20 hours of time into something different? And so like I said, this, this paradigm isn't fully formed, but this YouTube channel is a it's a way for me to journal my journey if that makes sense and i actually started a journal a while ago called meditations and eight figure journey which i actually started this time last year when my business was doing around i think like forty thousand dollars a month or something no actually it was a bit more than that i think but we've made some progress and i've been reflecting on that progress but i've realized that i have to become someone new 
I have to become someone who can think. And so my day now is going to be more dedicated towards reading and learning and thinking. And I'm going to take more of a relaxed approach to work because I need to come up with creative and innovative solutions to problems. And I need to be idiosyncratic in my methodologies and how I execute on our business. And I can't do that. It's hard to think when you're just working all the time. It's like if you, you know, if you gave a chess grandmaster like, you know, a 70 hour work week and then suddenly you sat him down and asked him to make a game winning move, he'd probably find it quite hard to do that because he's so burned out from all the work. It's like, how can you think when you haven't got any energy to? It's like, so my point is, is I, instead of channeling all my energy into my, into the physical actions of my body, into the work, I'm putting all my energy into my mind. There's a fun fact that the brain consumes, I think like 5% of your mass, of your, your makeup, or 2% of your whole body mass, but it consumes like 20, 25% of the energy. I might not be exactly correct there, but the, the point stands. It's like, I want the energy that I have to go to my brain as opposed to my body. And I don't mean body in terms of working out, but if you're working, then your body's doing actions. It's a weird metaphor, but I'm hoping you kind of get the point. If you're doing like, let's say you've got a business doing like 15 grand a month, right? And like, it, for you, it's, it's still not about the decisions. You might think it is, and you have to make good decisions to get to 100 grand a month. But I think that like, my playbook was to grind and grind and grind and grind and work as hard as I could to get to 100 grand a month. And now that I'm there, I've got this leverage in terms of capital that I can use to buy other people's time and energy, and they can apply themselves to the specific tasks that I'm giving them. Yeah, I hope you found this video helpful. If you did, you can just, you know, subscribe. I post three videos a week. This is a slightly different one because, well, I'm out in the wild, right? I'm actually like a couple of miles from home at the moment uh, where I'm staying. But yeah, it's a reflection from basically a week of, I've had a holiday, like a whole week off work, just wandering around the coast and just thinking basically. Um, but I hope you found this video helpful. Do subscribe if you did. And then, yeah, if you've got any video ideas, just comment them below and a like goes a long way for me as well. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Cheers.